This week on the Push Forward Les podcast, we talk about the last dance, will gyms be opening, and what can you do outside instead of going to the gym? Three, two, one. Dan, I heard you're doing some uh, naked personal training. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the Push Four Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tomo. Yeah, if that was the thing I was doing, mate, I'd have to pay them to train them, I think. <laughs> I, don't think uh, I don't think anyone's paying for that, you know. That was so weird. <laughs> I don't, uh, just the world's gone mad on it. Well, I mean, this would say saying that this year, nothing surprises me. Nothing, that, nothing, just... nothing should surprise you. I mean, it's got everything. COVID, Black Lives Matters. We might find out who killed Madeline McCann. Or yeah. is she? Um, yeah. Now we've got naked personal training. So naked personal training. Uh, just stop all up. So uh, yeah, that was other UK PTs group. That somebody else said, like, is anybody else getting these? <laughs> just uh, people. Yeah, apparently, it's like. Some people request that off. Uh, I've seen a few people saying that in that group. And if I, who are these people who are requesting this? Like to train somebody naked? Like no the PT be naked? And then, like. <laughs> I, 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 do. I just be like, I'd be like, yeah, let's do it on Zoom. But okay, cool. And I'd just like be naked, but then just like from the top up, I'd just like move my computer and be like, okay, well, I'm, well, I'm training yeah, you, so I don't care yeah, if you're yeah. naked. Like, I'm training you. <laughs> like, I just stood, stand there, like, yeah, I'm not getting what. I'm not doing anything. So awkward. Just, makes no sense. It, no, it makes zero sense at all. They're just like, all right, yeah. Can you put the camera down? No, no, no. Right, that's not what we agreed. <laughs> see my face. Like, I'm training you. Like, like, go on. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's specific sites for that. Anyway, um, <laughs> what's going on, mate? All well? All good, mate. Yeah, you know, just cracking on. Just cracking on, as always. Got a couple of gems from Instagram, haven't we, we found. So, we're, you know, I'll, we'll talk about them later on, maybe. But, yeah, other than that, we're all good, mate. It's supposed to be thunderstorms for the next week, though. Loads of rain. That's not good, is it? I know. It's annoying, isn't it? As soon as people are allowed out and you're allowed to see people, it's... Yeah, it was uh, always going to happen. It was always <laughs> going to happen, wasn't it? It's a weather just decides to fuck off. As soon as I've decided to do some training, like, people in parks and stuff, like, yeah. nah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> it's weird with all the rules as well. Not being able to, yeah. Just don't get it. People were like, oh, yeah, you can come in. I'm like, oh, I still don't really meant to. Don't really want to. Uh, I feel like I feel like people can start to see like a light at the end of the tunnel, though, so it kind of feels like a bit more, oh, go on then. Like. It feels kind of normal now. I've got to admit, like, going, obviously... Yeah, I haven't been to London during this whole thing, but people are starting to be a bit more out. I realise the shops open on Monday next week, mm. which or some of them are. Um, obviously, a fair few ones on Oxford Street are going to be buzzed. Well, they just have to open, don't they? Like, to start to make any money. John Lewis will be open, which would be great. Um, but yeah, I don't know how any... Like, it was really funny because you go... For, obviously, a lot of their... Uh, I don't know, operational and maintenance staff have been unfurloughed uh, as of this week. I was walking up and down Oxford Street today and people, they've obviously got to get the whole store ready for a completely different season than they were expecting to be. Because you're walking down the streets, I'm sure it's the same in Bath, there's still Mother's Day and Easter 
and like get your spring gear and stuff like that. And it's just like, yeah, nothing to do with that now. <laughs> it's all like, yeah, well, we got to take all this stuff off. Um, of course, yeah. To be fair, like all the John Lewis stuff and all the Selfridges stuff, they've just got like posters from artists and stuff, and it's just all like thank you, the NHS, all over their buildings and stuff like that. Yeah, um, which is cool. The right move to do. Um, don't be you can't, just thanking the NHS is not a wrong move. The only the only thing you can say without getting shouted at right now. So yeah, yeah can't clap. Though, <laughs> that's, that's been and gone now, isn't it? I can't clap. But... Can't clap. Speaking well, of. But, yeah. Well, I suppose it's just no one else joining you now, is there? <laughs> you can you as well can just stand there. Like, she's like, weird. did she not come out? Like, oh, we didn't do the clap thing, Daddy. Like, no, uh-huh. it's over. Does that mean Corona's is over? No. Nope. Everyone just got, our attention span is 10 weeks. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It's limited to that, isn't it? But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, we found, um, I found a new game show that's going to be better than Catfish, Tom. Like, new TV show, sorry. Game show. Hey. It's not a game show, is it? TV show. Game show. Catfish ain't a game, mate. Wow. It is to some people. But <laughs> I saw this and I couldn't help but laugh. Um, so someone's posted here. My Netflix prank show idea. Women agreeing to meet up with the guys that send them unsolicited dick pics. But when the guy arrives, it's actually their mother waiting for them. I think that would be one of the most hilarious TV shows going. That would be. That, undoubtedly, that would be one of the best TV shows. Come on, I mean... wouldn't it? Oh, it'd be ridiculous. Imagine like the backstory, uh, the build-up, like the mum being like, "Yeah, he was such a sweet little boy. Like, had a great upbringing, blah blah, blah whatever." And then him there, like, "So yeah, she's really into me. She's digging me. Like, she loves it." And obviously, the TV show wouldn't tell him that we know you've sent her a dick pic. They would just be like, "Oh, we've heard you've been texting and courting, or whatever." Be brilliant. Be brilliant. I've taken that the wrong way as well because now you've explained it to me properly. When I first read that, I thought it'd be the girl's mum. No. It's obviously the, guy's, the, the, yeah. the guy's mum, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's way that. worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, imagine that. Uh, yeah, proper, like, ready to meet up. And then, like, and then they explain why they're there or whatever. I'd be like, oh, my God. And then the girl comes in and goes, yes, your son sent me these or whatever. Oh, my God, the reaction would be incredible. Would you still have Neve and Max doing it? You have to have Neve and Max doing it. Because they build it up. They build it up, you know. They yeah, yeah. I'm doing it. I think it's just a nice spin-off show, isn't it, to catfish that. That's a nice spin-off. <laughs> the, only thing, the only thing that's kind of vaguely like, did you ever watch uh, Sun, Sex and Suspicious Parents? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was on BBC Three. But apparently they're bringing back BBC Three because enough people want it back. But yeah, that was, uh, if anybody hasn't watched that, go look it up. And it was the case of like all like a lads or girls holiday out to like Ibiza or Mangaloof Shagaloo. Yeah, you don't want your parents seeing that, do you? And your parents, they're following you around with a film crew. Obviously, you're smashed out of your mind and then doing whatever. And then your parents are just sitting, <laughs> watching everything on the video. And, uh, yeah, I remember watching that a fair bit through, uh, like, uni and post-uni. That was, uh, yeah, that's the stuff that, yeah. I'm sure they, they went through it when they were younger as well. But as parents, you probably don't want to see that. You, you don't want to see Isabel doing that. So. No, absolutely not. No, <laughs> she's necking her like uh, ribenas. Oh yeah, matching through that. Yeah, you just don't want to see certain things, do you? Like I just, <laughs> I, I, if my parents would see me, I, I remember I can't drink Malibu now because out there I was just so sick on Malibu when I went out did a lads holiday. Yeah. Oh my god, oh awful, awful, awful. Yeah, I'm, awful. I'm one of the people that I never did a like a shagaloo lads holiday. Do you not? I never did it. Yeah, it never. Re- 
particularly appealed to me. I don't know why. Not that kind of like I can. It's the same reason I can't drink uh, any kind of Red Bull because it associated me with vodka Red Bulls. And I we used to have like the same at uni. We had a different nightclub for every single day of the week. Yeah. So it's like yeah, but I just that was. If anybody's from Essex, we had a place called Duke's Genesis, which was uh, whilst I was growing up was fifteen pounds all you can drink. So fifteen pound entry and then free vodka Red Bulls all night. Which is ridiculous. And then they changed it because they're like, oh, this is probably not right. Um, and it was like, oh, you get 20 drinks for your ticket for 15 pounds. <laughs> what? You know, 20 drinks anyway. You're fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah. The place was, you go past those places now. I'm sure we've got people who listen to this. So it's kind of the ages of like 18 to 23, maybe, who are still out clubbing. And the, you go in maybe when you're a little bit sober. And the sticky floor. And oh. Are really there? Oh, gee. Some of the places, every single time I go back to Chelmsford, so Chelmsford and South End were where I went clubbing as a, like a sixth former. And then most, around, mostly around Central, like Camden, I don't know, Leicester Square, awful clubs around Leicester Square, uh, Victoria, all the way down. But it was just like, bleh. Awful. It's awful. Where did you frequent? You were, you were at University of Reading. No, Leeds, 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 Leeds. Leeds was a great, great night out because it's like there's like three unis there. It was built for that, and it was just there was always like I say, someone on every night, and we used to. And I think Leeds also one of their had one of the got voted one of the best like student unions as well. So we used to have on a Friday night there used to be a big night out for for the uni. That was massive. Um, I loved it. I loved all that like. I wouldn't like doesn't doesn't float my boat now at all. Drinking at all doesn't doesn't bother me. But um, that was great with the lads that I used to live with. Um, but yeah, the the lads' holiday I went on was before I think it was the year before I went to uni. It was just when I finished sixth form. I was eighteen. Went out to Malia. Oh, just horrific. Like I can't. The smell of coconut rum now. Oh my god. Just thinking about oh, it. Um, so buying you some like miniatures of that. No, just no. <laughs> it, honestly, like just it was good. It was one of those. I think we had ten days in the end, didn't we? Ten days. Yeah, it was just like by the by the seventh day we were like, why are we done ten? Just we should have done a week. This is ridiculous. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was yeah, it was always always good fun. But yeah, looking back, you just oh, I couldn't do it now. Possibly, uh, no, ever. But just the thought of it, mate. Just the thought of it. But anyway, talking of feeling sick, um, there's a thing here by Gemma Collins. Um, oh, wow. Really? Yeah, I saw a post with Gemma Collins. It's come up. One of my clients reposted it on a story just now, so just reading it now. Lots of you have been asking me how I'm looking so good. Mm. I don't think they have. Um, well, it's all because of skinny jab. Of course it is. Skinny jab. I mean, she looks no different in the pictures, by the way. She just got a different dress on and a tan, but whatever. Um, and basically, like, obviously, she's just saying it's an advert. She's promoting skinny jab. She's lost weight because she's taking a skinny jab right alongside meal plans or whatever. And like, I, I just get fascinated by the comment sections of these things. So, girls here, no, 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 please, please don't advocate this to young girls and women. They don't need to be doing this. It's dangerous. I can't believe you're advocating injecting yourself to lose weight. You have a responsibility to young girls. No, please, you've always promoted body positivity. What about young girls you look up to? I mean, it's just every comment like this, every single one, right? Really? And one of them, one of them caught my eye because it really made me laugh. One of them was like, uh, "Beautiful Gemma, um, you really don't need to do this. I didn't think you'd stoop this low." Really? Did you really not think she'd stick that low? Really? Like, you know, you think, 
and there's another one stooped to a new low with this post that's the thing that's made us stoop to a new low that right, of all the things yeah i just find it baffling that all these comments from all these people are just so negative um yeah the second picture looks like it's filtered sad to hear anyone would advocate injecting themselves ridiculous you sh- that you'd advocate this unfollowing worst post you've ever done surely she can't be making any money off that like people just i mean I just, just just check it out i've clicked on the link as well because she's got 1.2 million followers 1.8 1. 1.8 1. 1.8 sorry 1.8 million and just click on the skinny jab they're on about 30,000 it's because people I mean, know obviously it's that... bullshit. But like, I, I, it's when people go, oh, I thought you were better than this. Did you? Did you really? Really, though? Really? Come on. Anybody who doesn't know who Gemma Collins is, uh, watch The Only Way of Essex. Yeah, she's The Only Way of Essex. And then the other one I saw the other day was like that Arge that's in it as well. The, the other one, James Arge. Yeah. No, he's again... They, 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 used to, they used to date. They either used to or still are, whatever. And he was like, yeah. he was in a paper the other day. Bearing in mind, he was in a paper in the middle of what's going on with the coronavirus and Black Lives Matter now. And it was like, oh, um, I nearly killed myself because I went on a cocaine binge. No one gives a fuck, mate. Really, no one gives a fuck. You're just an over-entitled celebrity who's taking loads of drugs. Don't really care. Like, you've yeah. wasted all your money on drugs because you had nothing better to do. I don't really care, mate. There's more important world issues than your sob story right now. Do you know when you just think, like, these people... It's like you made your bed, you lie in it. Like as far as I'm concerned, you've made your, you've made like a celebrity out of yourself from being in the public eye or from doing all that sort of stuff, from being judged. And now you're saying, oh, that you don't like that anymore, and that it's caused you to feel bad about yourself. It's like I just don't get it. Don't put shit like that out there then, because he's done a similar thing. You know, you just think, like, come on, use your fucking brain. I mean, I think what we really need to look at is what newspapers are down reading. <sighs> Mate, I, do you know what I, do you know what actually? I tell you what it is. I'll tell you how I found it. It's because I've started using the Apple News app, which I never used to use before. Okay. I used to be BBC yeah, News. Yeah. And on the News app, obviously, it kind of works an algorithm-based thing. So I get stuff now from, like, again, just going on now, the Mirror, the Independent, Sky News, Metro. Uh, and, it, and that one was from, like, the Sun. Yeah, I get the Sun come up regularly. I would never read the Sun ever in a million years. But it comes <laughs> up on here. Um, and that's what it was. It was one of those. That's weird, yeah. I just clicked on mine as well. What have I got? Yeah, mirror. I never used to use it, but I've started using it a bit more. And, and like I said, it was one of those where it caught my eye and I just thought, shut up. Like, no yeah, one needs top, to see that in the news. My top ones are the Mirror, CBS, Independent, Sky News, and the Metro. Mm. Yeah, I think we, I think you have similar head... I think you have a similar... Like, I think our mine's the same. I think we all have a similar yeah. first bit, like top stories. But then as you go down, you get more and more. And you can, like, thumb, you can like thumb up and thumb down based on what... Oh, you're it doing. says for you, yeah. For you, recommendations yeah. based on topics and channels you read. I've yeah, got so I Wall get, Street... Like, basketball stuff come up. Oh, really? I've got Wall Street Journal. <laughs> Evening Standard, Evening Standard, BBC News, and The Mirror. Yeah. Uh, I just find it, yeah, I just thought it was, it was fascinating. But when I saw that, I just couldn't help but think, shut up. <laughs> yeah? Just How is that? It's not news. That's not news, is it? It's not news. No one uh, needs to do that. Definitely not. In other news, though, mate, um, I think we are, uh, well, we're, we're working our way through uh, the last dance. Are you? Incredible, mate. Yes, we are. Um, I think we're like three or four. Three or four, no, no, we like four or five episodes in now. Like, Michael Jordan's insane, isn't he? All of this stuff. That... And like, do you know what? Like, just completely unique. And this is the thing, isn't it? Yeah. When people talk about, you know, that, that level that he's at and where he got to. And like, he obviously 
um, the fallout from it is quite interesting as well. Obviously, people that he, he played with, and obviously he doesn't. He's not got loads of friends left from that sort of team, or whatever. And he just doesn't yeah. care. He's like, I don't care. He's like, I don't need. I wasn't there to make friends. I was there to become the best basketball player in the world. And you know, you see where he's at now in his life, and it's like you can see it. And um, I, the thing that fascinates me most about that as well is the bit where he was. I don't know if you've got to that bit yet, so I don't want to spoil it. Really, have you got? It's basically where he talked about. It's, I think it's the first time he retired. Have you got to that bit where he plays baseball yet? No, I think we're about there. Um, but yeah, basically, he, he there's an episode in it where he the whole episode is basically shining a light on him and how the media were just going fucking mad and how it wasn't even before. This was before social media, and it was like he couldn't move for cameras. Like you just could, he couldn't do anything. And he basically was saying how the reason he retired the first time was because he used to literally go from his hotel room to the court, back to the hotel room on a coach to his house and he had no life. He couldn't go anywhere. Couldn't do anything because he was just hounded by media all the time. Um, yeah. He's sort of saying that the media drove him to retire that first time. And then he came back or whatever. And it's just funny how you see that and thinks how many people wouldn't have been able to put up with that. They just wouldn't have been able to, they think they want that. And he was, he sort of said in it, he was like, uh, you know, who, who would want this life? He was, he's in a hotel room. smoking a cigar. Who wants this life? I'm stuck in here for the whole day. I can't go anywhere in a city. Yeah. It's just like fuck. It's like you don't think about that. Everyone thinks about all the, you know, the money and all that. But he's at that level where it's he didn't care. He was just whatever it took to win, he was going to do it. And there's no one like him. Like when people say, "Oh yeah, I really want to win," it's like, nah, do you? Like he really wanted to win. Like <laughs> crazy. But it's just an insight into a mind that we'll we'll just never be able to comprehend. Because it was like how they were reviewing it as well. Because they were saying about like Scotty Pippen was the one that was like his and like psychic, but. They were like, he probably had or may have done, had the talent, but the mindset was just completely different. And that's the, and that's the thing. I think there's a lot of players in the NBA, like I think of, in, in terms of skill set, that are, that are as good. They're as good. Probably as like, good. In terms of, in terms of their the like, actual skills, it's just turning up every night and doing it, and then never giving up. And the fact is, he was he used to turn up every single night and he used to play like 42, 43 minutes. You look now, players at the, the best players now are playing the max 37, 38 minutes a game. And he was doing it night in, night out, 42, getting so many points every game. And it was just, it's relentless. There was, it's the consistency, isn't it? It's not, I don't yeah. think necessarily the skill set. A lot, all the players in the NBA, to be in the NBA, you have to be a good player. It's more yeah. the case of they could do it night in, night out every single night when he, when he had the freaking flu or when he had, you know, had food poisoning. He fucking yeah, he it. just, yeah, food poisoning. Turns up, still smashes it, plays at the top of the NBA. It's like, who's doing that? Yeah, that's, and that's bonkers. It. It's just I think difference. he must he must have been a nightmare, like because obviously I, I've watched a bit where like his S and C coach or whatever, absolute nightmare to train. Imagine all those people because there, there definitely are those people. We've had him on before, like AJ Morris. I feel I feel like he's one. He's going to program that, but he's going to do a little bit more. He's always going to do a little bit more or something to try and oh, get it, to that level. His trainer as well. Have you seen him? Oh, he was like. Well, we talked about it, didn't we, on the on the yeah, call yeah. with um, Dan and Kev? Like, oh yeah, he's like completely different thing, completely different game. We ruined his body. Basketball's all all chest and shoulders and all this. I was like, is yeah. it though? Like, come <laughs> on. Like, and yeah, he basically said, oh, you like ruined his body and all this sort of stuff. It's quite it's quite amusing. But but like you said, yeah, he would just do more and more and more. But that's his mindset and that's his attitude and and that's why he'll be the best. Is because that's why he would have been the best. Is because he just did more and more and more and um, enjoyed the. Uh, when they did the dream team and all that business and uh i just like having all those like cool like charles barclay and like scotty pippen all these like cool black guys and then fucking larry bird just as awkward as fuck 
just yeah. kind of stepping around some Little ginger mustache. white guy. <laughs> <laughs> just like, does not fit in, but is known that's, as one of the great players example, all time. Yeah, another prime example. Larry Bird is one of the best skillful players to ever play the game, but from a physique and a and like physical standpoint, not on the same that same level. And that's yeah. the difference. Like, he needs to won MVPs, he needs to won everything. But the reason that Jordan is remembered as one of the best is because he had the the physical ability a bit more than than someone like Larry Bird did. And that's the thing with nowadays. You look at people like like LeBron. It's that's why he's at that level. He's technically as a skillful basketball player, he's not actually one of the best basketball players there's far better basketball players with the ball yeah. in the hat shooting all sorts it's just his sheer physical presence and the fact that he just turns up every single game like and doesn't give in plays every minute barely injured like just turns I enjoyed up. the uh was it the last time we went on court um he put on his his first ever pair of like nike air jordans didn't he yeah um, and how the uh stuff had changed over the years they're like 15 20 years old or whatever and it was just like they looked way cooler, like back then. Like I was like, I'd wear them, but weird. It's a little thing though, that even like even doing what he did, where he went with at the time a brand of shoe that wasn't the big one, he, and he, he did. Went, he also different. went with a, a yeah, he went with a shoe he didn't he didn't like as well, didn't he? Because he he wanted to go with uh, Adidas. Because he, he got more money. He went with Nike because they offered just, him more money. Because they offered him like two hundred and fifty grand, didn't they? Instead of like, and they were only paying like a hundred grand. To like top stars at the time, and then he was kind of up and coming, and they were like, "Yeah, two hundred fifty grand, take this kid." We're just Air Jordan all about him. Now. It's huge. Right? Air really... Jordan. What must it well, be? Well, that's Air obviously Jordan. where he's made his money now, because obviously a lot of people, because Cristiano Ronaldo has only become what is it like the fourth or fifth ever billionaire player whilst whilst still playing his sport, and then a lot of people going, "Oh, what about Jordan?" It's like he did it after. Because of Air Jordan. Yeah, Air Jordan at the moment, the brand is worth $10 billion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> $10 billion. Michael Jordan himself has made over $1 billion from it. The company's worth 10 yeah. He's made over $1. Yeah. That is insane. Insane. But yeah, really, if anybody, anybody hasn't watched it, then insane. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's, it gives you that insight, and, and I think um, it's, it's obviously very biased towards him because he fucking directed yeah. it and picked what he wanted out of it. But, but still, I still don't think he comes out like a golden boy, though. But I feel like he would have wanted to see that and like show it. Yeah, he comes out of it like he's, he was a bit of a dick to people, but he's like, but we yeah. won. He's like, who cares if we won? And that's the kind of vibe you get from the people on his team. It was like, yeah, he was a bit of a dick to me, but we won. And he did not like did not like Jim Krause. No, yeah. Joe Krause. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever his name is, yeah. The little sweaty white guy who's a GM or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Dude, power, he, power trip, me. Yeah, fuck me. But I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, in about like 10, 15 years, when they do a very similar thing for the New England Patriots dynasty with Brady and Belichick and to yeah. see how his mindset is, because he's kind of known as the greatest of all time now. And it'll be interesting. Well, be an, I think there'll be another one. There'll be another one or something similar for Kobe Bryant. I think they'll have done over his career. They'll have done something similar because obviously, you know, it, it, he was the next one. And then LeBron, yeah. LeBron, LeBron will be the other one. They'll be doing that now after seeing the success of that. They'll be filming yeah. that next season. They're filming that hundred percent at Lakers. Especially Again. with the culture now that like people like players more than teams. It's like all right, we're gonna really home in on that. Yeah. 
how to say it. It'd be interesting. And even that, like with that, that sort of thing now, someone like Zion Williamson, they'll do it with him. They'll do it with young players that come in here now. They'll just say to them, their agents, can we just have a camera crew or whatever? Can we do that? Because yeah, they yeah. know that even if they film for three years and get no footage, it's worth the gamble of the spending the money to see if it would come off. And that you might like they, in the last dance, they had so much footage that we'd never seen before. Cause they were like, yeah, well, this yeah. has just been in archives for so fucking long. Cause they knew they were going to do this at some point. And it took this long to kind of get it into, into production. It's just fascinating. I think that you see things that you're not seen for a while. But, yeah. Really good. If anybody hasn't seen it. Or yeah, I, I, I watched um, the other ones I watched is I watched the, um, Sunderland Till I Die, which is interesting. It's an interesting insight into football. And I also started watching the Leeds one as well on Amazon um, and the Man City one on Amazon. I just think it's fascinating that people see that. Obviously, we know it's not all, you know, it's not all rosy or whatever, but it does give that bit more of an insight into what goes on behind closed doors. And and that's the thing people are fascinated about, isn't it? They want to know what goes on behind closed doors, you know, behind the scenes, all this sort of stuff. And the Man City one was fascinating because I think when you look at Pep Guardiola, you see he's almost a bit of a Michael Jordan equivalent as a manager. He's like that level of detail that's just like he just eats, sleeps football like he'll do anything extra for the football. Um, you know, you see him on planes with his fucking laptop watching clips and you're like, that's just the next level of detail people go to. And it's why they're at that top level, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I, I like those, those sorts of behind the scenes things. I think they're interesting. Understand. Right. Vague fitness talk, mate. Apparently, gyms are getting uh, ready for July the 4th. What's your take? Um, I think it's good. I think, you know, in terms of what we see in the news, there's not, uh, you know, the, the death rate isn't climbing and the, the spikes are not there at the moment. I think they probably will be in a week and a bit after all the protests and stuff, probably. But, you know, we'll see what happens because of, um, of that and, and whatever. But I... I think it's only good. I think obviously there'll be issues with it, obviously, like in terms of how many people they can get into stuff. But I think I'd like to see personal trainers get given the precedent over members because ultimately they've got a job. Um, I think if my gym opened and they said we're opening to our personal training clients and not normal members, I'd kind of go, hmm, okay, you just want your membership back for that month, I think, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, up to this point, I've paid it to be fair with mine because they're just cl- you know closed need to support. But if they were to open and then say we're only doing personal training clients, I'd be like, uh, it'd be nice if you could give me membership money back then for the month. But yeah, um, yeah I, I don't know. I think it's. I'm just glad that it seems to slowly be coming back to some sort of some sort of normality. And obviously, the news around the vaccine seems to be promising thus far. But obviously, we won't know till July anyway, will we? But it's got to be good, hasn't it? I don't know how how stringent people are going to be with things i think it'll be first couple of weeks everyone's going to be hot on it and as the weeks go on it'll be like hmm. it's like with all of this stuff yeah you yeah. generally start to how how far is two meters do you know it's like yeah like now when you walk down the street on the pavement people just walk on the other side of it they don't they don't walk on the road no, or anything the road, you just yeah, yeah. brush past or whatever and so yeah i don't know i just i mean there's I talk of that going down anyway and it's like what they wanted it to go down to 1.5 and then possibly down to once one. You start meter. doing that. Once you start doing that, it just becomes well, how you know, how, you know, measurements yeah. become. Like, ugh, like. It's basically just don't touch people, really. Like that's the way I think it needs to be looked at. If you're gonna cough and sneeze, like do it in your t- in, in your top or whatever. Yeah, top. Yeah. Do, like like people should anyway. Like, well, in your like, 
Or like, yeah. I to say that, and I just it's things like getting <laughs> stuff that I wouldn't want to be doing, but walking down the street, it's like, it is what it is. But yeah, I haven't taken the tube in three months, so I don't think it's something I'm going to be rushing back to jump on. It's pretty necessary for my job, but right now you can see how it's going. It's probably I won't have to be in the site every single day either, so I can probably yeah. work for a bit, fair bit. And you probably make allowances to try and bike it anyway for now. Yeah, I'll, I'll be like, like if I am only like in there three days a week, then I will cycle 100%. I'll just be like, no point. Just even when it's cold, God forbid. Maybe I'll just buy a little, maybe I'll be one of those motorbike people. Yeah. <laughs> Dive and motorbiking instead. But obviously they put, I can't, don't really have the option of driving. Um, obviously Chloe lives close enough to the gym that I, like work out anyway so it's all right but it's a case of like the, the congestion charge is being hoiked up and it's also going to seven days a week obviously pre- previously it wasn't on the weekend uh if anybody is in london as of like the 20th or 22nd i think in and around those dates the uh congestion charge is 20 well it's seven days a week and then it's being lengthened so it starts at like 7 a.m all the way to like 10 p.m so previously it was only like seven till like six thirty or something like that, mm. and it's gone up by four pound fifty a day. Crazy. They really so, don't want people yeah. in there, do they? They really don't want people, and it's already started happening with all the cycle lanes everywhere. It's really like bumped up. Obviously, I've got my bike. I went to Evans today. There's a queue outside Evans to go in, and I was like, "Oh, he's doing servicing." They're like, "Nope, brilliant. <laughs> New bikes only, eh? Okay, great." Good business. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we yeah, rang. We rang the. There's loads of places that still aren't doing stuff. Yeah, they're still on skeleton staff. And the interesting thing I said to Laura yeah. today was, I've I've heard stories of people being furloughed now. So people that were wow. working previously, like up to this point, they've been working, and now they've been made fur. They've been furloughed now, which I thought was a bit odd, and I don't understand like why or how or, or whatever. But I think it. What I think it is is people are starting to open back up again. And realize they just don't need that many staff or maybe when they were closed they had a certain amount of grant or money that they were given and when they're open they don't and it's actually better for them to furlough more staff and have like a skeleton staff but yet they were paying we were talking about in the states weren't we yeah because it was like all right they've got a certain grant but they have to use it by a certain date so you'd rather keep them on and then furlough them afterwards so yeah i know that was happening in the states but i'm not sure what was happening here but People will, yeah, it'll be the case of gyms as well, of how much trade will go back straight away. And I think everybody, will, it'll be a good sign of in and around here as well, how many people start going to the shops, because that's going to be a similar thing, how many people start going back to gyms, um, I think. But, I find yeah. it, um, I saw an interesting article about, um, obviously with the McDonald's thing, the drive-throughs being rammed on the day that they opened and stuff, and they were sort of, it was an interesting post about, that you know the where people's priorities lie in terms of like how is the government keeping the gym shut all this time yeah they open a mcdonald's and look at the queues developed there and you kind of think to yourself fuck me we've got this so wrong like the one place people go for their mental and physical health is closed obviously it's because i get that obviously disease transmission and shit but it was they were just saying how like this is the problem it's like people will queue three miles for a fucking mcdonald's drive-thru you know and that kind of thing and it's it's 
it's that sort of stuff that I think it's again you could have created an atmosphere it's like actually no gyms are open actually we encourage you to go and train encourage you to do this sort of stuff and I don't know I just think it's it just highlights a lot of the issues doesn't it but who, who really misses the McDonald's that much really like really it's convenient food so you know what they're not even doing they're not even doing McDonald's breakfast well, what's the only reason you'd go? So literally the only reason why you go, isn't it? I found that out this weekend. I haven't been. I found that out this weekend from uh, my sisters, and then they're like, "Yeah, they're not doing them." Like, I get it. I get it. It's the whole thing of like they want them. You want the sense of normality back. It's why people have been driving to Starbucks and Costa and stuff. It's that sense of normality. It's the thing yeah. you do. It's a it's a part of your day. It tastes good. I get it. I get it. It's like, like yeah, I, as soon as Starbucks opened around the corner, I was bang on a Starbucks because I was just like. Oh. Yeah, and I've, I've been to my coffee shop. I've been to my coffee yeah. shop because again, it's it feels like you're getting back to normal again, and so I get it. I understand that. It's just that whole thing, isn't it, of like the things that can help people get you know fitter and healthier. And you know, there's some of the some of the data coming out suggests that people who are fitter and healthier survive COVID anyway, and people that are obese and oh. overweight, you know, find it harder. It's like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Like I could have told you that. I guessed that anyway from the start. Yeah. And it's that whole thing of like, come on. Like, so are you are you gonna get an antibody test? No. I, I kind of want to find out because I, I, I just I just know it obviously doesn't it's not going to change my behaviour anyway but I know I've been around a lot of people who have had it well we think Isabel had, had it we think she we, we may have had it because we're pretty convinced that she had a really bad cough and a fever like yeah. in end of March um, it was when we were all in anyway um, so we could have had it to be fair like based on that alone I probably should get one just to check but yeah, yeah I don't yeah, it's weird because for me, like, even if I had the antibody test and it was like, oh yeah, you're okay, you, you've you, you've got it. It's like, yeah, but it doesn't mean you can't carry it around. Yeah, like, it doesn't mean, yeah, yeah. That, so that's I still can't thing, go and right? visit my parents or anything because I could fucking infect them. So it's like, yeah. so we we bit the bullet on that. I went I went to my parents on uh, Sunday. Awful weather, it's been gorgeous, and now it's terrible. Um, so yeah, <laughs> we were down there for like six hours, just kids, roam around for a bit. It was just nice being sitting somewhere else. Uh, for <laughs> being somewhere else and uh well yeah, my uh, I rang my I rang my dad the other day and he was saying that one of my one of my stepmom's friends came round to visit she just had to drive like 2 hours or something to come visit and they kind yeah. of stood at the door and chatted and, and had you know some chatting in the garden they was like it was really nice but you just wanted to re- you just wanted to hug them my stepmom said she got really emotional seeing yeah. them they were really emotional but then they were like they couldn't it was like something missing almost he said and i was like because i've contemplated driving it's like three hours to my dad's i've contemplated driving there and back in a day i've contemplated it because i know it mean a lot and i'd surprise him whatever but i just think it'd be even harder sometimes to think you couldn't i couldn't risk it i just couldn't risk it my dad's like he had a kidney transplant like he's too high risk i couldn't even risk it and isabel wouldn't be able to like sit yeah, there and think in fact you wouldn't get it you know like you couldn't I just think it'd be even harder. I don't. I don't know. Obviously, you know, it's a bit different as, as adults. I think, but for her, I think, it, and them seeing her, I think it'd be too difficult. And you wouldn't want to be that. Oh, like you couldn't. You just couldn't risk it. It's point one percent, whatever it is. It doesn't. It's just not worth it, is it? But it's so hard for people. And I get that, and it's. And that's where I think it's it's difficult. The whole concept of it all has been so difficult for people is because it's hard to fight those emotions, like it is. Oh so, yeah. But interesting, but baby, was it worth it? Worth it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was really. It felt like nor that felt like normality because it's like mm. 
Okay. We got blessed with a lot of space, so we've got a lot of garden, it's beautiful. We got had all five dogs like running around and it's like this feels like how it should be during the summer, how we would just pop down for the day and like have a barbecue or stuff like that. You just socialise. And I think it was more the case for my for my mum. She had Father's Day maybe. Yeah, she literally hasn't seen anybody else, like apart from maybe a neighbour for yeah, twelve to sixteen weeks. Um, and it's just like, other than, cause my dad's done all the shopping, uh, yeah. risks and cheaters. Um, so yeah, it's really, really crazy. And especially with the emotional thing. So, uh, my godparents who live over the road from my parents, uh, moving house as well at the time. So they've, they've been their neighbors for nearly like 35 years. And obviously they want to be like, oh, they're really emotional, but they can't touch each other. <laughs> and you're like, oh, no. She popped round whilst we were there, and we we're like, "Jesus Christ, this is uh, yeah, a little bit tough." Turn cases, so it's obviously like that big high. I hope they're okay afterwards because obviously we had it was normality. All your kids there, and then then you're just like, "Oh, now we've got to go away again." <laughs> we'll see you in a bit, but yeah, so it must be tough for being a parent as well. So um, yeah, vague bit of content, man, because uh, we might as well have, we we've not talked fitness at all. It's not what the show is about, is it? Uh, <laughs> just, I was just thinking because I've been doing like the park-based training. Just to get your perspective on just purely park-based training, especially where you would have done this for football. Um, I'm sure. Can you run like talk through? Because I've been doing this, so dipping into the bag of like football drills, and I do a lot of sprinting drills and movement drills and all this kind of stuff. Is there anything that sticks out in your mind what you would do with your clients? Or maybe I'm training like a couple of pairs. So Chloe and Sarah, for example, who move quite well, and uh, yeah. Richard and Anna, who are okay. Um, what would you do in the park with them in terms of maybe like football drills, especially when people maybe be able to start to do small group exercise, maybe like the four to five people? <sighs> Or two people. Um, I've just been doing two people. So lots I think if I think with with obviously the like the the amount of mobility stuff you can do obviously as a, as like a standing warm up and stuff would obviously be specific to to football, but it's still it's still specific to running mechanics or movement mechanics more so than football in general. For there's a few movements you do in football, but if you went for a, a you know full mobility warm up like you would do in the gym, to be fair, there'd be nothing really that different about it. I don't think, but. Um, in terms of like power, like you could just work on like sprinting, for example, like, you, you know, stuff like that would be full explosive power. I don't mean like hit training. I mean, literally like a sprint, 20, 30 meter sprint, working on maximal power and then also working on deceleration as well. Like they're two drills that you could do work on acceleration and deceleration. And you're going to be taxing your body in a similar way or a similar intensity to that sort of level of work you could do in the gym, for example. And even change of direction drills as well it's like the one thing about footballers that people don't understand with them is how quickly they can change direction and how that that distinguishes the good from the bad in football it's not necessarily the skills it's all this like, yeah. have you seen some of the bullshit that uh maybe like sky sports have put up like was it Brida Har- harland or whatever his name and they've timed him running yeah. 60 meters in this and Mbappe or whatever timed him for running 60 meters and then compared it to like uh, the world record holder or Usain Bolt or whatever and you're like 
Are you fucking joking? <laughs> yeah, they, so I think they did it over like 20 meters, didn't they? And then they, they superimposed it further down 100. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, yeah, but he'd end up beating them by like two seconds, which was like, yeah. which is just in 100 meters is ridiculous. It's, 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 and yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, that, it's the change of direction that, that's good for them. Like, right? don't, even, don't even suggest that those guys are even anywhere near those guys. No, it's like in no. terms of sprinting <laughs> but yeah you could do a lot of that a lot of that sort of stuff which would be very different and new for them and they'd see improvements in that um i wouldn't you wouldn't have to go too much into movement and sprint mechanics because if they're not sprinters you wouldn't have to worry about it. But obviously with footballers a lot of it was was about center of gravity and movement mechanics as you as you change direction and what you focus on and obviously to change direction the best thing you can do is to cr- almost create your center of mass over you have to like tip over almost so that you change direction and it's trying to get people to realize that it's why like Lionel Messi looks so quick is because he just his center of mass is so low to the ground he can move yeah um it's why Peter Crouch ain't quick do you know it's that <laughs> and it's also but it's also why Usain Bolt's very good in a straight line but when it comes to playing football he doesn't look any quicker than anyone else because he can't move side by side like yeah. just for people so people are aware um he's like six foot six isn't he or something stupid he's massive yeah six um so there's that sort of thing. Um, other than that, I don't know. If there's like huge amounts of the football stuff that I'd carry over that I that I would have done anyway with the players. Um, yeah, that would be sufficient, I think. I like, used to obviously do like used to do single leg like bounds and then stick in the landing and stuff, single leg stuff to for stability that that yeah. would be useful. Again, would be useful for for most people, but again on single leg movements and exercises, if they were to get used to sticking that landing and being stable. Um things like uh you could get them to yeah stick and land a single leg jump and then go into something like a single leg RDL and then come out again. You could mix it up and do things like that so that there was an element of stability, then movement whilst re- re- almost re- remaining stable that you could sort of do um what i did the other day actually completely random i did a single leg rdl bottom position hold doing a single arm row the opposite arm that's quite tough but i felt it more so obviously the row 24 kilo uh, 20 yeah 24 kilo kettlebell is heavy but it was more that my glute my to, to stay stable my glute and hip was like on yeah. fire doing 12 reps of that i was like fuck and that's the point of the exercise it's like the rows there is a sort of assistance thing but it's more to yeah. put you off a little bit and to try and keep your hip stable um but i really like that really really liked that um yeah anything else i don't know that's what i yeah well I, I, <laughs> in terms of i thought with groups as well because i've been doing a lot of these sessions in pairs and doing like mirrored drills so based off reactive stuff off yeah. off the other person so I, I think for, <laughs> I used to hate that. When I used to. <laughs> so it's just like it's stuff that we obviously did in football, and uh, I think especially as clients, they find it fucking hilarious. So I'll be, I will like, be like, all right, Sarah, you're leading. It's like you have to do. It's like you're allowed to do. I'll put them in like a three meter square box, and they've got to yeah. mirror each other. So they're allowed to social. They can social distance. So that's fine. And they'll get like you're allowed to do like ankling, like one inch runs. You're allowed to like side shuffle, but you always have to look at the person in front of you. That means they're starting to disconnect their lower body. So if I'm if they're going to go to their back left corner, they have to still square up torso, but they're obviously they're going to duck down to be able to touch that bit, shuffle out, and a lot of that stuff. Yeah, it's it really uh, it's quite funny when somebody is a lot faster than the other person, and they get really behind, and you're kind of like shuffling all over the place. So the mirror drills. Really cool. So that'd be like yeah, a little bit of ankling, a little bit of drop squat in, drop to jump, 
um, anything like that, like backward shuffles, all this lateral speed work, I've started putting in. Because, it, again, it's just like change, that's change of direction, that's quickness, all that kind of stuff, being able to catch and fall and uh, what's good for power. And then if they have been also with the reactive stuff, I've been doing a bit of like backward shuffling or running outs and stuff like that, and they'll be reacting to certain my movements. So if they were like backward shuffle, two, 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 each switching each side, and then as soon as I point my arm to the right, they have to shuffle like they're going right, and then I'll shuffle left, or they based off that kind of stuff. And then if I'm like, and I turn around, they have to sprint past me, and then or sprint to me straight away. Um, so change of direction, all that kind of stuff. And then, yeah, the dynamic mobility, I've gone out. It's been really nice having the whole of the park. So I've, like, set out, like, 30-meter cones. Uh, like, every 10 meters, you've got that bit, and I can change it up the drill depending on 10 meters. It's just so much more flow. It's unreal. It just feels a lot more natural. I, I, I thought like you meant, trying. like, you were, like, sending them off for a 5K run and be like, yeah, come back soon. That's <laughs> <laughs> why yeah, you enjoy like, the training so much. There we go. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, like... No, we do like uh, 10, 20, 30 meter run outs and stuff like that. The, the thing is, especially if you, if you do start to do that with some of your clients, I've tried to explain with mine as well. If you do, do, like, if you do some of that, realize that the, the highest chance of them getting injured is the uh, massive deceleration. Like that is when people get injured, when they stop suddenly, especially when they're not that used to it. The, 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 the football player doesn't get injured by sprinting. He, they get injured probably by trying to stop at some point. And they, they don't have the facility to take that load, which is what the hamstring does, right? I think we talked about that with Kevin. It's like the, the hamstring is a decelerative muscle. Yeah. Yes, biomechanically and in your physiology textbook, it does knee flexion. And that is it. That's all it says it does. It's like actually the whole point of that hamstring is for you to decelerate with it and slow you down. Um, so, yeah, I think those are the things to do. Remember, look, is let them run off. Um, if you're not doing decelerative work purposely, make them just run out and be like, just run slowly after it because you're not used to moving that fast um, if you're doing top end work. And then I've been starting to teach them to like A skip and B, A, well, not really B skip, mainly A march, A skip, and like A run. Which is like a different, like, that's a sprinting technique thing, but it just gets people nice and tall. Looks quite nice. And lots of skipping. So skipping for height and then skipping for distance slightly different mechanics getting people like thinking about their foot so like getting every skip to be going up to the ceiling uh, or making them skip so they're like a triple jumper going as long as they can so it's nice i've enjoyed it mate i've got to admit not having confines confines of just a little gym and it's I've, i'm like i'm playing with toying with the fact that i might do this more i feel like i'm definitely going to split my training and be like if you want to like properly train with me, I want to do like one session in a park based thing, and then if it's dry, and then one like in a gym, um, just because it's I just feel it's better. Get better athletes, better runners. It's good. It's good, mate. Right. Yes. That was that was our brief ten minutes of content. People are <laughs> saying they like that they like the mixture anyway. They like it when it's just general chit chat now. Do you know what I mean? Like, chat. That's the thing. It's all, uh, only thing that happens, mate. Um, yeah, there's nothing, no other business for me. I think I got, look, I got PTC t-shirt on. Check you out. I know. Luke's like, you have to wear it for the Instagram stuff. I was like, I'm not doing Instagram for this month. So good. 
<laughs> yeah, it's backwards, but well. uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, all good happening there. I think there's some podcasty stuff being released in PTC. Not too sure. Physique economics maybe being released or something like that. Chatting to was it Adam Ali? Oh yeah, they did a podcast, yeah. didn't they? Podcast. Yeah. We, I think it was before us. After us, he went up. Maybe before us. Yeah, but they've just put chopping some uh, some videos up to put on Instagram and stuff. Um, yeah. Any anything from biceps and bantering? There is something coming soon, but um, I can't release the details just yet. But there'll be a new sort of thing coming out, uh, middle of, start to middle of July. But like I said, you'll be the the people, lovely people. This podcast will be the first to know, and also my email list will probably be the first to know. So <laughs> if you're not on that, get on it. If you want to get on my email list, you've just got to go to my Instagram profile, go on the link in my bio, sign up there. If you're not on them already, get on them because I just actually give you useful information rather than just selling shit like people do like i'm full with clients so don't worry about that um <laughs> just useful information do you know what i mean my more of my rambling because you get enough of it this way you get enough in your ears so you might as well read it as well do you know what I mean? <laughs> different. um so yeah but there'll be some oh you went for a second there mate i'm not take that out <laughs> no, no, it was right at the end. And no one listens to this. <laughs> yeah, no, everybody threw that, but it just it just cut off for two seconds. I was like, "Should I end the recording?" Nah. It was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> right, nothing else for me, and I guess we'll catch you next week. See you later.